Everybody, welcome back to the first episode of Is This a Bad Take for the New Year? As always, my name is Garrett. Uh, some of you who know that we do this this show called Steel and Teal on this side of the channel. Uh, so I would be remiss if I didn't give my thoughts on the historic collapse of my Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I got. I'll have plenty of words in a minute, but like I, in the moment, I had no. No words. I have I had no words. We were eight and three going into December. And then we lost five of our last six. We had a 99% chance to make the playoffs before the Cincinnati game. And now we're out. I just it, it this is unbelievable, man. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I and I'll I'll be the first to admit I went into this season with high hopes and high expectations. I thought this team would take a next step. I thought this team was going to be a whole lot better than it ended up being, and it's embarrassing, man. Now, don't don't get it twisted. Before I get on this whole this whole rant and tirade, I'll always be a Jaguars fan. That's not changing. That's not. But there needs to be some changes within the franchise because this can't happen again. We, uh, all right. Where where do I unpack this? <laughs> where where do we unpack this? We were eight and three going into December. We had one of the top run defenses in the league. And the only reason why our pass defense wasn't one of the top ones is because we were forcing teams to throw 50 plus times on us. So we had a solid defense going into the, or going into December. Solid defense. At one point we were leading the league in takeaways. We didn't really have any injuries. Offense was doing okay. But any Jaguars fans who listen to this can tell you that the season felt kind of weird at this point. And I'm going to be honest, I don't know what we expected. When you go back and, and I don't know why we had our expectations so high. When we, you go back and look at what the, the lack of moves we made in the offseason. Our biggest signing was, uh, I think it was Jermichael Hasty. No, no, no. Dearness Johnson. My apologies. Hasty was already on the team. Dearness Johnson was probably our biggest "quote unquote" splash free agency signing. Which, come on, man, we went nine and eight last year, and we went nine and eight this year, and we didn't make any changes in the offseason outside of drafting a few pieces to fill some needs. And I don't know what the hell we expected. I expected greater things, and then when you go back and you look at it, hindsight's always twenty twenty, and we're like, "That ah, well, shit." But we ended up getting knocked out of the playoffs by the one team I I would I, I hate losing this team. I, I hate losing, but I hate losing this team. And there's there's situations where it, it it's we were hitting the point in the season where you had it looked like we were never on the same page all season. I don't know if that goes down to Trevor and the receivers not spending enough time together. I don't know if that's going on with the offensive line. I don't know if that's going on with they're like I, I I don't know. I I I don't know. But we never really seemed to put all the pieces together. Trevor didn't seem to trust his offensive line, especially later in the season, when he was getting hurt. 
And when you look at what happened on that two-yard uh, goal line rush that we had, we were down eight. Trevor audibled at the line, and the line didn't seem to pick it up because Fortner got knocked on his ass, and Shreff pulled. So you have your guard pulling and your center getting blown up at the or at the snap, and then you're doing a QB sneak where you're supposed to be behind that center and guard, and no shit, it didn't work. But also... If you look at that play, like Tank Bigsby was in the backfield. He's the goal line back. That's why we fucking drafted him. I don't understand some of these decision-making. And I, I, I'm i the guy who I've never played professional ball. I didn't make it past high school. Like, we all know that. But I just, I, that's why we drafted this kid. You QB sneak between or right behind your center and your guard. And you let them push. And it seems that Fortner and Shreff didn't know the audible happened. I don't know if that was certainly one because the stadium was too loud. Because that stadium was half full. And a, probably a third of it were Jaguars fans. So it wasn't too loud in there. So were they not fucking paying attention or what happened? Like, and I, I get the whole, you know, the little poke thing. It's, it works almost every single time. But that's also when the fucking offensive line knows it's coming. Shout out to Evan Ingram, man. You you had a historic season. Uh, I, I'm I'm very happy for you. I'm glad that you're on the team long term. Shout out Josh Allen for also having a historic season. Trayvon Walker's taken steps forward. Devin Lloyd was little hit or miss this season, but he he definitely he showed improvement in some areas. Aluakun's Aluakun. Uh Cisco showed up. Cisco tried to keep us in that game, and the offense didn't get it done. Ridley had some drops this year, and I'll be the first to address it. Um, I, I've been very critical of that late pass uh, between Trevor and Ridley, that deep shot. Trevor overthrew it a bit, but Rid's supposed to be wide receiver one. And I know this is easy for me to say, you know, not meaning that position, but Ridley's supposed to be wide receiver one. Justin Jefferson's making that catch. Devontae Adams is making that catch. You've got plenty of, uh, probably Olave and Garrett Wilson are making that catch. You, There's plenty of other, Cooper Cup's making that catch. Fucking Puka Nakua is making that catch. DK Metcalf is making that catch. You guys get the picture I'm putting, like, you guys get the picture here? Like, it, it was a hard catch. But it hit him in both of his hands. It's on both of them, for sure. But Trevor threw a bomb off his back foot. And he got it close enough. And we got to lay out for that. And again, this is easier said than done. This is not all on one person. There were bad decisions made from the front office down. All season. And I know we've already seen some action taken with Arthur Smith getting fired. Uh, as of recording this, Ron Rivera's been fired. It's Black Monday as of recording this. This is the time where all the head coaches are going to either be employed or not. GMs are being fired, and it's time for heads to fucking roll, honestly. I'm not saying we need to get rid of Doug Peterson yet. That is one thing I appreciate about Doug, is Doug took accountability on this. A lot of the players are taking accountability on this, and I get it. And I, I appreciate that, and I respect that. Because they know. They know this shouldn't have happened. We were eight and fucking three. First place in the division. Well in hand. We're battling for the number one spot in the fucking conference at one point. 
And then we finished nine and eight. And yes, there's injuries. And yes, there's all kinds of issues. And yes, that's fine. But I, I, you can't use that as an excuse. This is a next man up thing. If we don't have the depth, then we have to draft and sign better free agents. And we didn't. Anton Harrison, or Anton was a great pick. Um, Antonio Johnson was a great pick. Some guys came in and played some key roles there as well, but you have other guys who just, they completely, they, they shit the bed this season. There's no other way to put that. And I don't know if it's, so, it's not solely on one situation. Press Taylor either needs to step away from play calling duties or be fired, in my opinion. We use from hash mark to sideline more than any team I've ever seen. We don't use the middle of the fucking field. And I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why. We don't use the middle of the field. We only use, we only play sideline to sideline. And then we run more screens than anybody I've ever fucking seen. We run more screens than a Matt Canada offense, which is ridiculous. We run screens like Canada runs jet sweeps. And we still run jet sweeps like Canada runs jet sweeps. What are we doing? What is happening? This hasn't, those plays hadn't worked all year. The amount of times I saw a check down pass from Trevor to ETN when the linebacker was within a yard and a half of this kid. And it goes for, that's a wasted down. What are we doing? And that was his first read. Why is that his first read? Why is the check down the first read? I, maybe someone who knows more than I can, more than I do can explain it. I'm just a dude sitting behind a desk with a microphone at nine in the morning. Like, I don't, some, some you got to help me here, man. I'm, I'm trying to understand this. And I've, Again, it will always it's always Duval till we die. It's always the Jags. It will I'll, I'll always be a fan of the team. But I just we gotta make some changes, man. This team has to make some changes. Khan has to make some changes. Balky needs to figure it. Balky I want I, I never wanted Balky in the beginning. <laughs> I never wanted Balky. Balky needs to get his shit together and make some big signings in the free agency. Or he needs to be gone. If you give Balky and Doug one more year, fine, but you need to fire Press Taylor or have Doug take back over the play calling duties. One of the two, because this is ridiculous. Why are I, the play calling has baffled me since week 10. I don't get it. I, I don't I, I don't understand why we're running all those routes, why we're not y- utilizing the pieces we need to utilize. You have so many. E- ETN at one point was one of the best running backs in the league, and we had one of the best rushing attacks, and we just shut it down. What are we doing? I just, I don't get it, man. Here, here's what I want to see this offseason. I want us to, dra- and I, I don't know who all the free agents are off the top of my head right now. But the one I give the most fucks about, re-sign Josh Allen. Give that man whatever he wants. Re-sign Josh Allen. You need to restructure some of the heavier contracts on our team. You need to sign T. Higgins. Please sign T. Higgins. Give Trevor a true number one. Franchise tag Ridley so we don't lose that first pick and we only lose a second. We have multiple seconds. Draft offensive line. Draft depth at defensive line. If the guys who have higher contracts won't restructure, let them walk. That's it. We we could free up so much cap space and fix this team or come back. We, we can be back to a playoff team next season with a couple changes. And it starts at the coaching office. 
And then it comes down to signing the right players in the free agency, actually sign players in the fucking free agency, Trent, and then utilize the whole playbook in more than just four routes. I'm tired of seeing whip routes and, you know, corner routes and screens and skinny posts and five-yard drags because that's all I'm seeing. Five-yard drags and 10-yard digs, too. I forgot. I, I apologize. Or those little, you know, just... I don't know, man. This this is wild to me. And the worst part is we just got to take it. As fans, we just got to take it. <laughs> there's, there's nothing we can do. I will be the first to admit I talked a mad amount of shit going into this. And I... Anybody who follows me on Twitter or follows the Two Dudes of Sports News page saw me just sit there and take it because that's all we can do. We lost five of our last six. Even if we went to the playoffs, I'm confident saying we would have gotten bounced in the first round because we just weren't there. Josh Allen said it best. We were looking for that spark that we had last year all year. We never found it. Doug even said it. I think today's game is our season in a nutshell. That's a direct quote. This is this is a winning season, but this is the most hollow winning season we've ever had. This is a historic collapse to a team that should have been on the rise. And that's it, man. I, there, there's, I, it's embarrassing. It really is. Like, I, I, it's embarrassing. But anyways, you know, that's pretty much it. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on it, go listen to Two Dudes of Sports News uh, later this week. Or go listen to Steel Until next week, because I'm sure Jim and I are going to get into it. If you like the show, please rate five stars, uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to. Uh, I really do appreciate it. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why that works, but it does. Comments and five-star reviews. I'm on every podcast platform, man, with the show. So tell your friends. We do better with that than advertising any day of the week. Word of mouth travels better. Um, If you like the show, you know, go check out the guys over 1420 Sports. Go check out Jim over Fan in the Van. Uh, go check out the guys at the BSN Sports Podcast. Aaron over Brutally on Sports. Darian over Chill Takes. I know he's in hell like me right now with all these. The, the, oh, my God. His fan base is in hell right now. Uh, go check out the We Like Sports Podcast. Uh, go check out Eman over at Average Joe Sports. Go listen to Cigar and Sports as well with him and Jim. Uh, go check out John over at Wrestling Fan Insight. Please go check out Sports After Dark. Uh, we definitely, they, they got into it last night with uh, Trevor a little bit and the Jags. And there's... You know, Spody, I'm with you, dude. There's there's nothing we can say. Nothing we can say. Go check out Dave and John at Love of the Playing Field. Um, if I missed you, you know who you are. Um, yeah. Thanks. We'll see you next time.